1: Listen to a Count Out Podcast.
2: what is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey Freddie, and joining me as always
1: is zach awesome batista zach how are you doing my man i'm doing good uh mikey and i are going to aw live next week so i am frantically trying to catch Woo! up after being behind on it for a whole almost a whole year
2: we're going to AEW Dynamite and Prudential Center, baby! Oh, we got these suit. tickets, like, three years ago! We were
1: supposed to get the
2: Blood and Guts <laughs> match, <laughs> God damn it! We got these, like, three years ago, and it's finally happening! After
1: three pushbacks due to, uh, you know, the pandini that's happening. But look on the bright side. We get, potentially now, spoilers for All Out, this is your warning. Daniel Bryan, Rudy, uh, what is it, um... Daniel so- Bryan,
2: Ruby Soho, yes. no, sorry, not Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, Ruby Soho, Adam Cole, and CM fucking Punk, baby. Oh my
1: god. Maybe, maybe-
2: possibly. God. I don't know who showed up at this Dynamite.
1: I don't know, and I don't fucking care. You know, what,
2: you know what? We will find out tonight. I'm sure they'll announce some matches from next week's card that mm-hmm. we're going to see. So, or not tonight, or, yeah, I guess, not as of time of recording, that tonight, but as of episode release, tonight.
1: Correct. So basically, my days have been filled with me watching A.W.'s YouTube channel. Thank you, by the way, for putting highlights up so that people like me can catch up. But uh, The Hurdle's going to be watching All Out in time so that I know what's happening.
2: Yeah. yeah. Four hours, Good luck, baby. Good luck with that. Uh, all Out was a long fucking show, man. After Not even watching... four hours. It was more like Five.
1: Oh god, I watched Double at Forest, and I was like, okay, maybe it's like a three no, and a half No, All more. Out was
2: very, very. Uh. All Out ran an hour. I think All Out ran an hour over. Well, I guess it's supposed I'm to now- end at 11, ended at midnight.
1: Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to. Oh my god, Jesus Christ. Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to fucking catch up and watch. I'll start watching All Out on like Friday so that my weekend I just chop it up in pieces if I can't handle it. Good luck. Good luck. But- Enough talk about something as awesome as AEW being a mainstay product. Enough we talk are about here TV wrestling. For indie wrestling,
2: we're here for the independent scene. We're here for the stuff that's not on TV. We're here for the stuff that's on your local streaming service, and your local hometown. Uh, go, go support indie wrestling. Go yes. support your local indie promotion, uh, wherever wherever you may be. I know me and Zach are probably going to be going to GCW Homecoming when that comes around. Oh, uh, Yes where the only match announced so far is Nick Gage versus John
1: Moxley for the
2: GCW yes. World Championships.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, God. I... Oh, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan for damn sure. I have a, I have a good feeling me and Zach are going to be there live for that one. I can't wait uh, for our throats to be destroyed when we attempt to probably review that.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're going to go to record a review for that. We're going to be... It's going to be a mess. Uh, anyway, Zach that isn't for the future we are talking about the right now Zach yes. what matches have you brought to the table we got this Mac- for us to check out
1: we've got Mac Daniels going against Alex Chamberlain at Limitless Wrestling and then I have I'm going to try to pronounce this name I apologize if I fuck this name up Konosuke Konosuke Next. Konosuke Konosuke sounds better T- Takashita versus Maki Ito at DDT Pro Wrestling for the A Iron Maki Man Ito match heavyweight championship
2: all right, mm-hmm. the Iron Man. Wait, the heavy, heavy metal weight Iron Man championship. I love it.
1: <laughs> oh, the one that can be
2: defended anytime, anywhere. Is that um, really it? The I, the DDT heavy, heavy. He, it's
1: I don't. He, it's know.
2: heavy metal Iron weight championship. I think right.
1: I have Iron Man heavyweight championship, but I have no idea.
2: You know what's funny? On if you listen to the uh, latest Happy Hour every Friday here on the Channel Network. Uh, we actually did a Obscure Titles quiz on yes. there, which I was in charge of, and one of the Obscure Titles was the Iron Man Heavy Metal. Weight You are correct, by the way, about the name. Yes, I, I know, because now. I just did a quiz on it. <laughs> 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 on Happy Hour, like I was saying. Um, uh, so, yes. It, it's got some funny title history. You know a pint of beer won that title once? What? Yeah, this is a title that could be... So, if you don't know, the DDT Iron Heavy Metalweight, uh iron man heavy metalweight championship is has has similar rules uh to the 24 7 championship from wwe Mm -hmm. uh it was made as a parody of the hardcore championship and it could be defended anywhere anytime as long as there's a referee present just like like i said just like the 24 7 championship um and the notable reigns uh we have let's let's just talk let's just talk inanimate objects
1: there's a uh, and then i have an
2: object and animals. We have a, a Dash Hunt has won this championship, oh a bunny a, a cat named Bunny has won this championship. Uh a monkey named Yapchan has won this championship. Uh the Dash Hunt's name was Kokolo, by the way. Oh my god. Uh there is a ladder, a stuffed Hello Kitty doll, another stuffed doll who defeated the who defeated Hello Kitty for the belt. A baseball bat, a chicken doll, uh a pro wrestling wave poster. A pro, a Big Japan Pro Wrestling ring truck, an ice ribbon, ringside mat, a pint of beer, two different steel chairs, the title belt itself has won the title, <laughs> a pork bun, a bus, Vince McMahon's Hollywood Walk of Fame star, a trash bin, a pair of chopsticks, a beer can, and the Young Bucks autobiography killing the business.
1: <laughs> the one where they're staring at each other's dicks? That's the one. This wow. Man You know what? Just wait. When, when the I Invisible I get starting that match, the Invisible Man
2: from has won. Oh my god. This championship.
1: I love this belt even more so than I known about it before. The name I just thought was just I was like, that is a name. That's oh a yeah, it,
2: it it has it has uh Yoshihiko has won this title. We all know Yoshihiko is the inflatable doll. That rustles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this title has quite the history. Let's just say. Sorry for interrupting your your jam. Oh no, it's fine. That was a good lesson. I, I'm usually the guy with all the notes, and you just hit me with a belt that I was before this. I was like, it's just a belt, and now after this, I'm like, this belt is amazing. Yeah, I, it's it's very good. This is what I would want the 24/7 title to be like if it was actually used more properly. It was popularized by someone who shall not be named anymore. Oh God
2: damn it! But it's still a very good title, and it's still very funny.
1: And that's all we need to know in the future.
2: Exactly. So anyway, I brought to the table this week. I brought Michael, Bo- Mike Boomer versus James Cray from Riot City Wrestling.
1: All right, all right.
2: And I brought from Women's Wrestling Revolution, Willow Nightingale taking on
1: Trish Adora. That match. I cannot wait for you to regale me with the tale that is that match.
2: Yes, it's very exciting. And then, of course, our... Uh, match that we both took a look at is going to be a surprise. You're just going to have to stay tuned and wait for that. There was a little bit of a hint at it in the beginning with Zach's nickname. So, uh, if you can figure that out, cool. If not, uh, no worries. We'll just get to it in a bit. Uh, Zach, who started off last week? Me. Then I will kick us off with none other than Mike Boomer versus James Gray from Riot City Wrestling. Uh, this is. A match where I decided, I am go- I want to take the approach of, I'm going to take a look at two wrestlers I have never seen before. In no way, shape, or form, or fashion. Two wrestlers I have never heard of before. Alright, damn. Alright, let's fucking go. And I have not heard of both of these guys, and I was very excited to get into this one. So, right off the bat, it is established that Mike Boomer is very much a grappler, and James Cray is very much a striker. Okay, we had a similar dynamic with this match when we when we took a look at Kushida taking on Mike Bailey. Very much heavy strikes versus uh, very technical work
1: mm-hmm. here
2: in Mike that Mike Boomer has, uh, which is shown off by the fact that right away as the bell rings, Boomer immediately tries to like do like the shoot takedown on Cray, but Cray keeps blocking it and dodging it, uh, and hitting it with like his, hitting it with kicks here and there, right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, eventually, uh, Boomer is able to hit a big underhook suplex and transfer it into an armbar, to which Cray does escape, uh, and he goes to hit an Irish whip, but Boomer counters the Irish whip and starts targeting, uh, Cray's arm. He, like, counters the Irish whip, uh, puts him back in that arm bar and starts targeting that arm again. Uh, Boomer starts laying in some heavy strikes on Cray here while he's down, just really laying into him with some soccer kicks. Uh, there's one point where Cray is playing possum a little bit, and Boomer goes after him, and Cray is able to like pop up and hit a little bit of the sequence of his own here, start getting some offense in. Uh, a big falcon arrow from Cray, uh, or sorry, a big falcon. Blah, 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 blah. I don't even know what I wrote here, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> i literally have a big falcon arrow from cray and
1: cray blocks
2: what
1: i guess cray blocks
2: what did he block that he, uh,
1: fa- uh, he. oh man oh big falcon arrow
2: from cray cray blocks what did he block he did the falcon arrow what?
1: i guess maybe maybe boomer tried to hit him with the move that he blocked i, I don't know
2: Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out my notes
1: here. I mean, you can look back at the match. We have time.
2: Yeah. It wasn't even that long. This match was, like, eight minutes, and I don't know why I'm getting mixed up. I'm already, like, halfway through the match.
1: Oh. <laughs> went for something, went, got a falcon arrow. Bam, we we're already halfway through.
2: Yeah, it was... It's not a very long match. It was, it was decent, but it's not very really long. Um, I have to... St- like, I I have to review matches differently, because this doesn't work for me. Um, I need to figure something else out, because... I can't just take notes uh, of every spot that happens. It drives me nuts.
1: Yeah, I I, I've, I learned that a couple weeks, like like episode like ten, I was like, I cannot do every spot. I'm like, I I was like, it was the um, uh, I was like a former WWE person and B Priestley were wrestling. It was um, Emma. Mm. I did that for one of their matches, and the match was fine. And I remember being thinking to myself, this is way too long for a match that is fine. Yeah, and I was like, "All right, I need to fucking cut down." So I took your style of being like, "All right, I'm like, I don't need to have every spot, just the ones that really matter." Uh, Mm. And that's what I've gone with. Anyway,
2: let's try to get back into it now that I've gotten my senses together. Yes. Uh, Cray like lures him in, like plays possum a little bit. So when Mm -hmm. Boomer goes to pick him up, he like breaks out and hits like a really quick sequence of his own. I cannot tell you every move he did because he did a lot very fast.
1: (laughs) Ah, the classic lucha (laughs) conundrum of they did so much so quickly.
2: Yeah, so definitely go watch this one if you want to see what that sequence was. Uh, then Cray uh, hits a big falcon arrow, mm-hmm. uh, and then he goes for the pin. Uh, Boomer kicks out, and then he go Boomer like rolls up, and he goes for a kick. I think Cray, like, blocks it and uh, gets up and locks in a rear naked choke on him. Ooh. Um, then uh, Boomer breaks out again, and Cray hits him with a big back fist, uh, and he... Uh, he, he's, like, going to set up for, like, a big suplex, but Boomer is able to escape and hit a suplex of his own. hmm Uh, and then after that, after he hits this suplex of his own, Boomer is able to lock in a knee bar.
1: Oh! Uh,
2: and while he's locking in this knee bar, uh, Kray keeps trying to get to the ropes, but he keeps, like, pulling him back, and then at one point he just, like, elbows his leg and then holds it in there for a little while longer, and then, oh. uh, Kray ends up tapping out because he can't take it.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, wow, that was... yeah Boomer is
2: able to get his grappling prowess uh, here and uh, show off how good he is at submissions by making Cray tap out with a, uh, a terrifying-looking knee
1: bar. <laughs> terrifying. God, that sounds... Just like the idea of terrifying knee bar. It's like, oh, no.
2: Yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal to watch, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Mike Boomer ends up winning this one. Uh, it was, like, fine. It was a lot of offense kind of back and forth uh craig got like i know i didn't explain a lot of uh the spots that boomer did but like i i promise you he got offense in it just wasn't very like noteworthy it was basic mm. heel stuff you know it was like you know the whole the rest holds the kicks here and there like it was like basic stuff that like wasn't really like oh i should write that down you know gotcha, craig got, got a lot it. of the big flashy showy off spots in. that's why i only have like notes about craig here um mm. uh, but boomer does end up uh Throughout, throughout his beatdown, working down crazy's leg, stops targeting his arm, starts going after his knee, uh, and then takes him out from there. You know, picks a spot, annihilates that spot, puts a submission hold in on that spot, game over.
1: You know, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Pretty, pretty solid technical, technical know-how there mm-hmm. uh, from Boomer, and he ends up winning this match because of it. And uh, this match was fine. I'm gonna, was not like I said; it was nothing flashy, nothing exciting. I'm gonna give it a meh. Mm. It was like cool, and it was neat to see these two go. But, like, I don't know. They didn't completely blow me away here.
1: Fair enough, fair enough.
2: Yeah. All right, so I know that was quick, Zach, but what was your first match?
1: Well, let's let's get uh, fired up in this bitch. We're going to do Takashita versus Ito now.
2: Woo! All right, hit me. All right,
1: this was a really enjoyable but fucking brutal match, man. Yeah? Now, slight disclaimer for anyone that wants to watch this match because it's on YouTube. Not only is the commentary and audio entirely in Japanese, it is strangely focused on the commentators, as in you can almost exclusively hear the commentators, but can barely hear any of the wrestling in the ring or any of the impact for the strikes, except for one, which I'll get to later. Weird. So that's a bit of a bummer, but that's fine. Japanese wrestlers are usually very good at being expressive, so, you know, I can usually infer what's happening. Mm-hmm. So with that out of the way, start of this match is just these two kind of staring each other down, moving around. Samaki so then gets up to Takashita, who has the epitome of the, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm going to fuck your shit up. Nice. Like, He's not amused the slightest about the greatest idol in the history of the planet. So she lifts her hand up to, I assume, flip him off, but he slaps her hand away. So, so then she just rapidly strikes him in the face, drop kicks him. Doesn't really have that much effect on him, Damn. though. And eventually, though, after her like continuously trying to hit him, he's had enough of this, and he she goes a drop kick again, and he slaps her hand her like feet away. Nice. picks her up the long way, and then just slams her back onto his knee three times. Ouch! Kind of like horizontally, and then he just tosses her off like a ragdoll. I remember thinking to myself, "God damn, bro, what'd she do to you?" <laughs> so is- Maki, oh my god, reasonably rolls outside of the ring. So Takashita cross bys onto her, except as he's as he's like mid-air about to hit her, she grabs a fan and just puts him in, like he, she swaps positions with him. So he takes out the fan instead. Brutal. She tries to take advantage of this, uh, but with one single strike to the gut, he immediately takes back control and then throws her face-first into one of the crowd's seats after he tells them all to get out of the way. Damn. After throwing her into the barricade, he drags her into the ring and gets her onto the apron. Then he motions for the crowd to move, and I think to myself, oh, I wonder what he's doing. Then he goes to German suplexer off the apron, and I go, oh, God. I wonder
2: what he's doing.
1: Like, I was like, what could you possibly want to do? Oh, no.
2: Oh, no. Oh, Fortunately,
1: geez. Maki holds onto the ropes and is able to stop it, and she just blatantly low blows him in front of the ref. Oof. And I was, oh, he's selling. I was like, oh, I felt, I was like, I felt that, bro. I felt that. <laughs> so back in the ring. Maki is able to regain control of this match and repeatedly kicks him in the corner until she's basically, like, jamming her foot under his jaw and is just practically pushing him out of the ring. Ouch. She then mounts him in the corner and goes to a... Does a it's like a move... It's like, you know, it's a classic. Corner punches with a crowd chance, right? Oh, yep. Except instead, he slips under her and uh, he picks her up in a torture rack position and then he drops her. Like, he just straight up picks her up and then just gorilla press drops her right onto his knee, again, back first. Ouch! Yeah. And, after this, the selling is very apparent for how good these two are in this match, because Maki is clutching her back and can barely stand, and Takashita is trying to keep his feet up, but he's, like, got his legs together, and he's, like, holding his groin. He looks absolutely infuriated at the situation right now. (laughs) So, he still is in control, and he body slams into the mat, goes to the top rope. Unfortunately for him, she gets up and stops him, and then yeets him off the top rope into the ring. We then get this, the weirdest spot of this match. Samaki goes for a body slash, right? Splash, Mm -hmm. slash, splash. A body slash. She pulls out a knife like (laughs) Allie Catch does. Honestly, for this title, I wouldn't be surprised after hearing who has been the champions of this title.
2: That's fair. The knife would have won the title,
1: though. Yes. (laughs) So then Takashita goes to roll out of the way, but she like short hops the jump, so she ends up just tripping over <laughs> she him short instead. Hops the jump. Yeah, like she jumps short, ends up tripping over him instead, and just falls forward onto the mat. And he's like holding Should his back, f- like, ow, oh, did she just fucking hit me? Should have full hopped. And I was. <laughs> so right after this, he chucks her head first into the corner. This only fires her up, though, and she and... Uh, She kind of, like, channels her inner warhorse and starts, like, headbanging onto the corner. Nice. This intimidates him, seemingly, and then he, like, suckers her in, so he throws, punches her in the gut. He's like, alright, for sure this will work this time. Throws her into the corner, same exact thing. Head, just headbangs on the turnbuckle. Baits her in, hits her again. Then, except this time, right after this, he lifts her onto his shoulder, back first, jumps, and then he just kind of, like picks her up mid-air, and then drops her back first again onto his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And it, again, I was just like, bro, that's... God damn, they don't fuck around in Japan. And I know this, but in Japan. No, they don't fuck around in Japan. He's they done never with have Never will. At this point, he's literally done. Like, his facial expression is, I am absolutely fucking through with this bullshit. This idol girl shit, I'm done. You're gonna I'm die done. now. <laughs> so he goes to the turbuckle and just blatantly undoes the padding. Some guy from the outside helps him too, which I assume is one of his allies. <laughs> it so just he goes, a fan. just some guys like helps him get the bottom one. I'm like that. I'm like that could be a young guy. I be like a the idea. It's just a fan you know. who like. It's just over yeah. Just a fan like, like, is help. like yeah. Fuck Baki. I'll yeah. help. So then he goes to throw her head first into the exposed turnbuckle, but to his surprise, Maki actually counters this and throws him head first into the turnbuckle. Whoa, who would have seen it coming? Stunning. This With this stunning him, Maki mounts Oh, the his plan corner. backfired? That's crazy. I <laughs> know, and then she hits him with the head punches in the corner, just except it actually works this time unlike like the last time. Who would have thought? <laughs> Takashita then immediately leaves the ring. He grabs his title. He gets in the ring. The ref's telling him not to hit Maki with the title. At this point, I'm like, ref, she low-blowed this man. He used the exposed turnbuckle. Why do you care if the title's being used? But you know what? This ref apparently also, has...
2: Also, why so- does it matter if the title's being used? It can be defended whenever, wherever. So even if he gets DQ'd, the match still continues, mm-hmm. basically. The ref is still there.
1: Yeah, I, I only assume he was telling him not to because like he did the hand motions because I can't understand what he's saying, obviously. But I was like, what? I'm like, all right, whatever. He tries to brain Maki... Maki not only ducks him, but she palm-strikes him in the stomach, nice. takes the wind out of him, and as he drops the belt, she then just spikes him headfirst onto the belt of the DDT. Pfft. She then desperately... Fitting name. Fitting, fitting thing to do on a mm. DDT belt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she desperately tries to lock in her Boston Crab then, but Takashi across to, to the bottom rope. So... She then goes to do her falling headbutt spot, which if you've seen this before, is literally like she runs with the rope, does like kind of like the rock people's elbow, but she just does like the falling headbutt. But he rolls out of the way, so she whips it. Following this, Takashita tries to power bomber. She fights her way out of it. She then headbutts him in the stomach again. And he sells it really well again, like like she took the wind out of him. Nice. This time though, he falls back first onto the mat. Mm-hmm. And when we get, then we get this awesome spot where she goes to grab his legs with the Boston crab, and he uses his feet to push her all the way back into the corner, and she ends up slamming the back of her head into the turnbuckle, right? Yikes. And I don't know if the she meant The to... exposed one? Yes, the exposed Ooh. one. So I don't know if she meant to do this instinctively or not, but then she, like, just falls forward and just headbutts him right in the dick again. And he's just like, oh!
0: Fuck! God!
1: <laughs> Even when he's winning, he I can't I was dying of laughter that that, that, that is so spectacularly That seems on him. That seems so Japan. <laughs> it really does. So Maki's finally in control. She locks in the Boston Crab, but even though she gives it her all, he still gets to the ropes and makes her let go. She then gets up and she flips him off, right? Nice. Grabs one of her fingers, one of the, Classic. One bird. Classic. He then goes like the, he does like the finger wave of like, no, 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 not, don't do that. And then he clocks her in the face with the forearm. Oh. As he picks her up, though, Maki gets out of it, and she hits him with the headbutt so loud that I actually heard it through the muffled audio of it not being focused on this match. That's how loud this was. Hell Every- yeah, Maki. I was like, let's fucking go, Maki. <laughs> Knock a bitch out. She then goes over to him, flips him off once, grabs the finger, flips him off again, he grabs the other one, puts her to the mat after he manipulates her fingers, double stomps both of them, He then sprints out of the corner and just wipes her out with a running knee to the face. She is so out of it at this point. The ref starts to count one, two, three, you know, all the way up to nine. And she's just about to get up, right? She crawls her way up, looks at him, flips him off one last time and collapses to the ground and can't get up for the ten count. And Takashita picks up the win.
2: That's so disappointing.
1: It was it's so. so disappointing. It's such a badass way to go out. But I it's really so disappointing. was. I was like, "Damn, that's a fucking ending! Holy shit, that's like great!"
2: Nine, good, it flips him off. Just like good a night. final defiance, yeah. so like
1: "Fuck you, dude,"
2: and good night.
1: These two's selling was fantastic. The wrestling was great as well. Maki's character work was really enhanced by the fact that Takashita was just a massive dickhead the whole match. Nice. The only thing I was not the. the uh, that didn't. I didn't love was that Maki's offense wasn't the greatest. But mm-hmm. I can't say for a fact that after watching a Maki Ito match on AEW for the Women's Cup, she has improved greatly after this. Nice. So overall, it's not that, it's not really that big of an issue because it's just an entertaining match. Gotcha. Uh. hmm. I was. Deba- I'm torn between a high man and a mark out for this. Ooh. Because I like this match a lot, but I'm trying to think of how it. You know what? I think it just barely gets the mark out. I remember when I finished All this, right. I was like, damn, that was a fucking match. I'm like, that was a great fucking match. We did it. We did it. Oh, we got it. We've, we we've did hit it. our mark out no. I just went Dora the Explorer for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, my God. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Enough Dora, hit me with your second match.
2: Well, this match has a lot of boots I couldn't do a dora thing anyway um (laughs) this one is willow nightingale versus trisha dora from women's wrestling revolution uh this one this one is a slugfest and a technical wrestling clinic at the same time nice this is base this this one starts off uh willow immediately tries to start off with like a pounce Mm-hmm. Like she just tries to run up and throw Trishadora into the ropes and hit a pounce, but Trishadora immediately just catches herself and is like, "No, no, 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 that's not how we're starting this one." <laughs> nice. She get and then she gets to the middle of the ring and she's like, "Come on, we're gonna do some chain wrestling. Let's do it."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, then the two do chain wrestling for a while. They do. They keep reversing each other. You know, getting out of each other's holds. They roll around for a little while. uh... Esca- escaping each other's submission holds and pin pin attempts and then they both stand up and they both stand up and nothing has happened. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, and then after that, before they get back into it, Willow's like, wait, 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 wait. Listen, you're a pretty strong person. I'm a pretty strong person. We're both really good at this. I think this calls for a little test of strength. Oh, shit. So Willow puts her hands up, gets ready for the test of strength. Adora, uh, never one to back down from a challenge, uh, meets her meets mm-hmm. her up there, and the two start pushing back and forth, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're pushing back and forth for a while, and then Nightingale finally does get the upper hand, starts pushing Adora down, gets Adora all the way to the mat. She's got a bridge. is uh, like, bridged backwards, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Adora is able to escape that and lock in a submission hold. Uh, okay, okay. after the test of strength. Uh, which, uh, Nightingale does end up escaping.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, so she ends up escaping, and then she gets her her, her own hit hold in on Adora, uh, and then Adora is able to escape her hold, and when she does, uh, Willow picks her up, throws her into the ropes, hits that pounce she was looking for in the beginning. hmm Uh, and then... Adora tries to recover from the pounce. She gets up, uh runs the ropes and Willow hits her with a jumping spinning heel kick. That mm. takes her down. Ooh, uh, all right, all right. Then while she's down, she gets her in like a clo- she like puts her legs in a clover leaf whilst while Adora's face down. And then while her legs are in a clover leaf, she takes she takes her arms and puts her in a cross face and just bends her backwards. Like bent, like pulls her head back in a cross face while her legs are folded up in a clover leaf. Oh, so Adora is just being folded in two. Jesus
1: Christ!
2: <laughs> um, but Adora does end up like kind of wriggling her legs out a little bit, and once she does, Willow is right there back on the attack because she just sits into it and turns it into a camel clutch. Mm. Damn, dude! Holy shit! And then once Adora starts escaping the camel clutch, Willow transitions it into a pit. And then Adora kicks out. So, from that spinning heel kick, basically, Willow did so much work to make Adora escape.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, it was like, oh, you want to try some? I'm fucking punish you for it. You better fucking he, be ready.
2: Yes. After she kicks out, uh, she is able to get a little bit of momentum because uh, Willow goes for a body splash in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Adora is able to move out of the way. Uh, Adora hits a few strikes of her own. Uh, gets Willow out of the corner, and then of course Willow cannot just take these strikes uh, standing up. So they start trading forearms back and forth, uh, start trading strikes, and then Adora is finally able to hit a running forearm, which takes Willow to the mat, uh, and she locks in. Uh, uh, Adora is able to lock in a cattle mutilation. Oh, oh, that's her finisher. Yeah, she locks it in uh, for a little bit, uh, but uh, Nightingale is able to like roll herself over and get Adora into a pinning predicament. Mm-hmm. So Adora has to kick out and break the hold, you know? Gotcha. Uh, which is great for Willow because she's able to get, af- after she uh, kick- after Adora kicks out, she tries to, like, run the ropes and hit her with a move. But Willow sees it coming because as she's getting up, she just, like, catches Adora on her shoulders as she's running into her and just drops into a Samoa drop. Ooh. And just absolutely plants Adora. Destruction. Yeah, um, Adora kicks out of that Samoan drop. They get to their feet. They start trading strikes again. They start trading kicks back and forth. This time, uh, Adora is able to Adora is able to get the upper hand when she takes Willow down with a step up in Zanguri, mm. Uh which looked gorgeous. Nice. Uh And the two end up making their way to the apron. Oh shit! Uh, they these two start trading strikes while on the apron, trading kicks back and forth. And then all of a sudden, Willow just runs up to Adora, picks her up on her shoulders, and just hits her with a huge Death Valley Driver onto the apron. Ooh! Ow! Yeah. Uh, she rolls Adora back in the ring, puts her, sets her up in the corner, hits the cannonball. Oh my god! Uh, then after she hits the cannonball, Nightingale goes up for her finisher, the moonsault Salt. Mm. Uh, goes for the Moon Adora dodges the moonsault, gets some offense in on her uh, on her of her own. Uh, Adora gets Nightingale down to the in the middle of the ring, locks in that cattle mutilation, and Willow Nightingale does tap out this time. And Trish Adora wins this one.
1: Damn, what a fucking match!
2: Yeah, this match was sick, dude. <laughs> this match was bonkers. Uh, this match is absolutely awesome. These two kick the absolute ever-loving shit out of each other. Uh, and it, uh, easy mark out for me like I hands up I'm just like yep mark out you got you got me you did it you <laughs> this boom, match mate. ruled this match absolutely ruled <laughs> I was into <laughs> it top to bottom start to finish nice uh, it was it was dope uh, so yeah uh, great match from Nightingale and Nidora from uh, Women's Wrestling Revolution free on YouTube go check it out over on Beyond I think it's on Beyond's wrestling YouTube channel mm. uh, so go see it over there nice definitely worth it
1: so Zach, what is uh, your second match of the week? All right, let's get into Daniels and Chamberlain. Yes. So I picked this match for a similar reason you picked your first match. I have never heard of either of these two wrestlers. Not there. We once. go
2: getting new getting new names in the repertoire today.
1: Mm-hmm. And Limitless Wrestling has not let me down yet, so I was Fair. like, okay, I'm like, I'm down. This match is, uh, I believe it's a, it's like a student showcase match, and I get from what I could tell that means it's like people that were trained at the Limitless Wrestling, like. Air like the the program that they have there. That makes sense. So, for the general uh, description of this match, I thought that this is a very solid match that I enjoyed much more than I initially thought I would, only because I didn't know who either of these two were. Mm-hmm. So, this match starts off with Daniels offering a handshake to Chamberlain. Right? Yep. Chamberlain's like, really, and he goes to shake it, Daniel's hand. Daniels pulls it away and he's like, "Are you kidding me, bro? Wh- wh- no. What are you doing?" <laughs> And as he's just trash-talking Chamberlain, he just... Chamberlain just jumps him. Locks him in an aggressive-ass headlock. And slams Daniels to the apron in said headlock. And then imme- Daniels imme- Daniel immediately... It's Daniels, sorry. Immediately squirms away to the bottom rope. I was just like, that was so aggressive. But alright, I'm here for it. So, the two get... So, Daniels gets up and the two lock up. But Chamberlain almost immediately takes control again. As he locks in a wrist lock and just honestly just chucks daniels around the ring like daniels Mm -hmm. gets out of this hold with a need of the gut and then he's just thrown out of the ring by chamberlain i was just like man you cannot catch a fucking break can you then he does the classic heel maneuver though walks around the ring catches his breath taunts the crowd chamberlain at at this point is like all right whatever gets tired of it goes to the rope opens the ropes and you want to know daniels does He's like, no, I'm not doing that. He goes to the other side of the ring, and he goes into a a separate set of ropes just because he doesn't want to go in his way. Daniels gets in the ring. He actually attempts to bump, bum rush Chamberlain, but instead, Chamberlain just kind of picks him up and slams him to the mat with a spine buster. He then pummels Daniels with heavy strikes until he gets him in the corner. He then charges at Daniels, and for some reason, God knows why, the ref decided he wanted to wander in front of Daniels, so he, so Chamberlain had to stop in front of the ref. And because uh, of this, Daniels cheap shots the ref. Uh, my bad. Daniels cheap shots Chamberlain, and then rolls him up to slam him in headfirst into the bottom turnbuckle. And I was just like, man, that's a new level of a ref getting in the way of a match in some way. I've seen refs flop. I've seen refs get in the way of the match. I've never seen a ref unintentionally walk in between two wrestlers before. It's first for everything. So, after this, just when you think he's done, Daniels clubs the back of Chamberlain's head with a lariat that just sends him to crash to the mat, and my god, this lariat was fucking brutal. Funnily enough, though, this is actually the first time that Daniels has knocked Chamberlain down to the floor on his own merit, and not because of some cheap shot in some way. So, of course, because of this, he's flexing on him and the crowd, and he throws Chamberlain to the outside, follows him out there Two then start exchanging strikes that were a lot stiffer than I had anticipated. They go back and forth out here just battering each other and it does eventually end when Daniels in control tosses Chamberlain into the ring. Daniels does stay in control here and is just mockingly hitting Chamberlain but as we've (laughs) as we know here Mikey that's never a good idea for a heel to do.
2: No. The two eventually get on their feet. It it always just fires them up. Mm -hmm.
1: And once the two get on their feet, it's a completely different story. Like, Chamberlain counters and headbutts Daniels before socking him in the sternum and then just uppercutting him in the throat, which he sold Mm -hmm. very well. Like, he literally was coughing and looked like the the wind had just been taken out of him. Chamberlain continues his offense with a backbreaker, and instead of Daniels falling down, he's literally, like, stiff as a board from how... Just, like, the selling of it was great. It just really sold how much uh, he just basically just fucked his back up.
2: Yeah. Chamberlain
1: gets up, shoves him into the ropes, because he's so stiff that he didn't actually fall to the ground, like, so he could pick him up and push him into the ropes. Mm -hmm. He then rebounds off the ropes, and on the rebound, he boots him in the face and then spinebusters him to the mat. For a brief moment after this, Daniels actually does get some offense in when he rakes Chamberlain's eyes, but it doesn't last long. Because right after that, Daniels attempts a fireman's carry but of course as I've stated before the damage on his back is really starting to uh, weigh up on him as he can't actually get him up onto his shoulders for a while Mm -hmm. and as a result he is just absolutely blasted by a lariat from Chamberlain but it doesn't get Chamberlain the wind surprisingly oh so Daniels clings to the bottom rope and as he's doing this he pulls out a metal slug from seemingly nowhere I remember going like where the fuck did you get that and he smashes Chamberlain in the eye with it And then rolls him up for the win. I was just like, wait. (laughs) So Chamberlain then cuts a promo saying Daniel's a dick, but honestly Chamberlain would have done the exact same thing if he was in the same position. He respects him for it. He then shakes Mm. Daniel's hand. Daniels rudely spits at him. So in return, Chamberlain tombstones him. Crowd gets their nice feel-good moment. Daniels picks up the win.
2: Nice. Nice.
1: I like this match a lot more than I thought it would. These two had solid wrestling, good chemistry between each other. The strikes were stiff and very well done. And honestly, Daniel's character work, facial expressions and selling were really good. Like, he was a... I mean, granted, if you've watched this show, you know enough. I love my over... Just overbearing, dickish, cocky asshole heels. That's why MGF is one of my favorite heels today. So this, yeah, this is like right up my fucking alleyway. And I liked it a lot. Nice. So I'm going to give this match... Nah, fuck it. Take the Jump high match. All right,
2: it. very cool, very cool, very cool. All right, well, Zach, I believe that is all of our matches out of the way this week. So that just mm-hmm. leaves—that well, just leaves us with the one we both took a look at, which is the surprise match that we've all been waiting for. You have been waiting on the edge of your seat for it since the beginning. <laughs> we have Diana Perazzo taking on Awesome Kong from yet again Women's Wrestling Revolution. Uh, Zach you want to go into why we picked this match
1: yes so recently Awesome Kong has retired a absolute legend in the wrestling business I remember when I first saw her in TNA when she very much carried that division with Gail Kim and they put on bangers of matches Mm -hmm. so it saddens both of us and the wrestling community to see her retire but we're also glad and wish her the best of luck with whatever she ends up doing
2: I remember when she first debuted in WWE as Karma. Oh my God,
1: I forgot about Karma. Holy shit! Yeah, that's
2: where I remember her from. Uh, and then I remember she was on one of the first ever episodes of AEW, or like one of the first pay per views She showed up as like a big surprise, and Oh yeah, the triple uh,
1: threat match between um, I believe it was Kylie Ray, not wait no um, it's, it's Ray right, Smiley Ray right?
2: Yes, yeah. uh, it was Kylie Rae Ray and Britt Baker. No, and Brett Baker.
1: Yes, that was a three. Because it was, yeah. uh, I think that was going to determine who would be competing for, like, the championship match mm-hmm. that Riho was in. I yes. think. I might be wrong about that. That was, like, the that first double and That seems
2: correct. That seems right. And I believe Riho ended up winning uh, later, obviously, because she was the first ever AEW Women Champion. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Awesome Kong taking out Diana Perazzo. Uh, we figured we'd do an awesome Kong match because, like Zach said, she's retiring. Uh, we wanted to uh, honor honor some of her some of her legacy here, and I think this match was pretty solid. I don't know about you.
1: Hmm. Oh, I like
2: this I like. Uh, it so much I, a lot. I, liked, I would say I like this one a ton. Uh, it's very it's very much Diana Perazzo playing the the scrappy underdog, uh, while Awesome Kong is like, how are you gonna beat me? Look at me. Look at, yeah, at you. Look at me. Look at me. I'm... Look
1: at you. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, dude like this match god kong dominated a lot of this match
2: i think that was the plan
1: <laughs> mhm but like you said it honestly built up diana as like a really like just like the underdog you wanted to see overcome the monster that was uh, she was facing
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The, the, like you, it, it's it's right off the bat at the beginning of the match, right? Where Diana mm-hmm. tries to get some offense in. Yeah. She, like hits her with some strikes and uh, awesome Kong's like, Mm-mm-mm. like, and then and then Diana Ross is like, I'm gonna hit you with a crossbody, and then Kong's like, Ha ha, catch,
1: slammed the mat, <laughs>
2: caught you, and then she
1: just splashes her. And I remember going like,
2: Oh, oh no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: Oh man! So let's see. After that, Kong locked in a headlock, and or, and I was like, "Oh!" And then commentators were like, "Oh, Diana's really good at these." And I think Kong was like, "What? This is all you got? You're supposed to be a submission queen. What you got?" Yeah. And uh, yeah. Diana has to counter it into a pin. So Kong then immediately locked her legs around her to keep her grounded. And Diana does actually get a hold of Kong's ankle and torques it in order to get out and put Kong on the back foot. And I like this because Start like, it was those kind legs. of like it was a good. Working on those legs. It was also like a good point of like Kong may have like the raw strength, but in terms of technique, Diana will beat her. She's he... the
2: virtuoso for a reason. Mm-hmm. I,
1: <laughs> I love how Kong got out of this ankle lock that she had her in, like where she just crushed her head with both her hands and made her let like, go. Yeah. I was like, wow, what yeah. a Chad would be like, like, like.
2: It was like it was like with Great Khalif to the other people.
1: Yes. Oh my god! I remember when he did that to Ray Mysterio and he coughed out blood and Young me was terrified.
2: Yeah. Right. Same here or when he, remember when they made, remember when on TV he crushed a basketball and it was like wow he's doing that to people's heads huh
1: I was like oh yeah <laughs> I forgot about that holy shit oh, we're going down memory lane with this holy crap
2: yeah yeah but yeah that was a that was a great spot it kind of kind of threw me back to, to to that which was
1: awesome. mm mm-hmm. Mhm I think after this Kong like chucks Diana across the room like a sack of potatoes into like a literally one of the
2: just does like, yeet.
1: <laughs> just heel into Colorado and after that Irish flips her into the ropes, and, like, Diana, just gets hit. Like, she runs into Kong, and just, it was literally the equivalent of a car crashing into a brick wall.
2: Yeah, I just like when she was throwing Diana. she, like, threw her to one side of the ring, walked over, picked her up, and just threw her to the <laughs> other side of the ring, and it
1: was like, damn, you're just, now you're just showing off. She's just, she's just absolutely flexing on her. Yeah. So, let's see. I remember after this, Diana showed a bit of fight in her, when she, like, rammed Kong to the corner by her shoulder, but then Kong clubbed her in the back. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, well." Yeah,
2: she she got some strikes in. She went on the attack for a while, but then Kong was like, "No."
1: Oh, <laughs> I remember after this, we got to the nasty part where she stepped on her hair and then pulled her up by her arm so that her hair was being yanked. Also, I we going,
0: "Oh,
1: oh, God!" Rough. That that that's one of those spots that we've described here where you're just like, "I felt that." I'm I'm not even there, and I felt that.
2: Yeah, real rough, real rough. Uh, There's one point where Diana is able to lock in an armbar on Kong, but uh, Kong is able to transition it into a pin, Mm -hmm. uh, which makes Diana kick out and break the hold.
1: Yes. Let's see.
2: uh... Uh, Then after she gets up from that, uh, Kong just choke slams Diana. Like Diana gets (laughs) up and Kong just like grabs her by the throat, hits her with a choke slam, pins her. She does like the one foot cocky pin though, Mm -hmm. and Diana kicks out. Uh, the announcers, and the commentators are like, Yeah, that wasn't a great pin. That was, yeah, uh, it was cocky. It was a little.
1: Yeah, and then as if hearing big- that, Kong was like, All right, fine. And then she just picked Diana up and hit her with the implant buster, which is her finisher. That's a yeah. double underhook lifting face buster, I believe is the correct term.
2: However, she had said a little too close to the ropes, and Diana is able to get a rope break.
1: Mm hmm. Continuing so, the match. As a result of this, Kong's like, All right, that's it. This is over. I'm going to kill her now. The exact rope break that Aubrey Edwards should have seen it all out. I don't know what you mean by that because I haven't watched it, but I'll remember it. I'll
0: remember, remember that. This, I'll remember this one. <laughs> that's, so p-
1: that's a mystery. That's
2: a mystery. that'll help us later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then she picks up Diana in the double choke slam because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And then in mm-hmm. such a buttery smooth motion, Diana uses the momentum being thrown down and converts that into a Fujiwara armbar on Kong. And Kong yes. struggles and fights and after a little bit she's forcing has to tap out for The win for Diana. Diana looks stunned that she won this one. I love this. She stands I... up and she's like,
2: "I won?" like she has like the face thought of like, "I won. I did it." <laughs>
1: like I love this so much because it not only made her struggle throughout this whole match feel genuine. But then just made Kong seem like that much more of a monster that the face was doubting herself. Mm-hmm. And when she won, she's like, oh, fuck. I actually <laughs> pulled it off. I
2: did it? What? But yeah, Deanna ends up winning this one uh, It' a solid match.
1: I think it just goes to show how, if you have a monster, how effective a tool they can be in the ring when it comes to building someone that they're going Indeed. against. Indeed. And Kong was one of the best in doing it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Konga's uh, amazing at what she does, and so is Deanna, and this turned out to be an awesome match because of it. Yes! Alright. So, Zach, what are, you, what are we giving this one?
1: Hmm. I'll let you go first.
2: I think I'm going to give it the high man. I really liked it a lot. The match was solid. I really liked the underdog. Uh, the underdog that Deanna was playing, I think they both sold for each other very well. Uh, I think Kong did an awesome job in this one, really putting over Deanna, and I think Deanna did an awesome job uh, showing off how much of a uh, a monster Awesome Kong is, you know?
1: Honestly, it's uh, All at all, it was just solid. I also gave this match a high, man. All right. All Basically right. for the same reasons and all the other reasons I said about this match.
2: Sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All right. So, that is all of our matches out of the way this week, which leaves us with the Double Down. The
0: Double Down.
2: This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last week and watch matches from each other's perspective. Zach, Who started off with a double down last week? You good, sir. Why don't you kick us off with the match I gave you last week, which was what?
1: Baby, you gave me Tony Storm versus Danny Luna at Pro Wrestling Soul.
2: Indeed, I did. Zach, what did you think about this one?
1: I like this match a lot. The thing that this match st- that stood out for me in this match the most is this match was so goddamn stiff and aggressive. Yeah, it was. This gave me like actual fight feeling to it. Like these two were like, "I'm gonna beat that person. I'm gonna beat her up," and the other one was like, "Bring it! I'll fucking rip your hair out while I do it." Yeah. And it made sense because it, I like that it tied into the promo of this, where basically Danny won by fucking slamming the other girl she was going against through the ring and breaking her arm. Yeah, slam her through that belt.
2: entrance stage.
1: Yeah, not even pinning her just made her unable to compete, which really just sold how she's like, I'm not here to fuck around. Mm-hmm. But neither was Tony. No. Like if I'm to go into that, needless to say, these two had just chef's kiss strikes. It all was a great. Battle. A yeah. Punch to them. Moves were all executed well too. Not many errors to them either, if any that I could see. I loved, by the way, the start of this match <laughs> that you talked about where Danny just ran up and pump kicked Tony in the face and beat yeah, her down. Yeah, just
2: right, right, off, right off the top, you know what kind of match this is going to be.
1: And then Tony got up, fought back, got her to the floor, and then shotgun drop kicked her in the face when she tried to trip her up. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then she suicide-dived her, beat her up, and then suicide-dived her again. And I was just like, girls, God, oh, my God.
2: She well, just... suicide-dived her again, but then Luna rolled through and just picked her up. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? is this match starts off a thousand miles an hour mm-hmm.
1: uh another thing i love was of course the crowd because goddamn, do i love i don't know if this is if for us in new Z- uh, is new zealand or like australia or like uk but they acted like a uk crowd and i love UK. why crowds.
2: don't we just, why don't we see
1: let's see hey you you keep going i'll look it up uh they they absolutely despise danny like danny could have literally kissed a puppy and they would have booed her her wrestling soul, Wimbledon, United Kingdom. United Kingdom, let's go.
2: UK. UK wrestling. And Dan-
1: And Tony, by proxy, literally could have punched a baby and they would have probably cheered her. Yeah. And it was great. Because, again, that's why it's so nice when you have a crowd that works with what the wrestlers are trying to do in the ring. Because it just makes the match better. Agreed. One moment that I love where you could see this was when Danny was like, okay, she's like come on, everybody, let's go, Tony. And she's like, trying to start up a clap. And some guy was like, shut the hell up. And then there's just a rain of booze right afterwards. <laughs> I, I was just like, yes. Got him. I loved how whenever Tony started fighting back, the crowd was on her side. At one point, they started singing like, Tony, Tony, Storm. Tony, Tony, Storm. na 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 The UK was, has like, the best chance ever. Loved it. I was like, Listen, I... United States
2: fans, we need to take... A couple of notes from wrestling fans around the world. Mm-hmm. We have to be as respectful as the Japanese fans, and we Not have to chant. UK we I have want. to chant like the UK fans, baby. <laughs> man, our chant comparatively
1: U.S. chants suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but we're loud, so I mean, hey, get the job yeah. done. Uh, I thought that for the next thing that got that I wrote down here is I thought that bringing back the stage for a spot was a nice tie-in for Danny getting the title. Mm -hmm. And I also really liked how uh, the back and forth that that these two had after this when Tony back dropped her onto the group of people where Tony booted Danny in the chest, took her head off with a lariat and when she kicked out Danny then headbutted Tony so then Tony Headbutted Danny and fucking took her out.
2: Yeah, dude, that like headbutt into like Tony like recoiling and then coming back with a headbutt of her own that sounded like a gunshot. That
1: was some anime and just, shit, bro. Just
2: Danny dropping like a sack of bricks was I, great.
1: I was like, Jesus,
2: <laughs> she's out. Call the mice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yep, she's knocked out. T- TKO with that headbutt.
1: <laughs> so, there is so, a. Somebody get one... a doctor in here for a concussion check. <laughs> get for Baker to check her teeth, bro, because she had her fucking full Jesus. force. I will say there the, there was one single thing that I was iffy on with this match, and that was mainly the finish, which is because the splash that Danny used to win didn't look great.
2: Yeah, it was like. And a because of up.
1: that, when she got the win off of it, I was like, "Oh, wait, what?" After y'all were just like destroying each other,
2: that's what's gonna get you the win. Like I was okay expecting splash?
1: a lariat. Maybe someone getting just blasted with a shot. Nope, just a... I would love to see somebody just get knocked out straight up. Like... Honestly, yeah, that would have fit this match. And it, it, it wasn't the greatest. But honestly, it doesn't take too much away from a match that was great. I give this match a high meh. It's a great mm-hmm. match that I really enjoyed. I totally check agree. It out. I really
2: love. I really love that
1: match. Shout out to Pro Wrestling Soul for putting it out on YouTube. I yes. shout out to anyone that puts any of their matches out on YouTube. You make our jobs much easier, and you make spreading the love of independ, for independent wrestling that much easier for everyone else.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: So, Mikey, what I give you? You
2: are, well, that you mentioned hard hitting. You mentioned <laughs> stiff. You mentioned knockout worthy blows. Well, sir, you gave me none other. Than the knockout and artist himself, Chris Hero, oh, taking yeah. on Tomo Tomo
1: Tomohiro Ishi. Oh, this match
2: from <laughs> Rev from Rev Pro. And holy fucking moly, dude! Mm-hmm. This match was absolutely bananas.
1: Yeah, it was.
2: <laughs> These two, I don't. I'm not gonna go like super into it because I took two pages worth of notes and we already went over this match last week. Mm-hmm. But, I feel it. Holy crap. These two destroyed each other. Mm-hmm. These two were nailing each other with strikes that could knock a normal human being into, like, the next dimension.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. They, they, were, they were swinging for the fucking fences.
2: Like, if I got hit with any one of these strikes that happened in this match, I'd be knocked out for, like, two weeks. Oh yeah, dude. Like, if I got punched, I'd be mean, probably, probably lose dead too. Yeah. Jesus, like, that. Like, where Ishii tries to shoulder block Hero, but he he just keeps bouncing off, and Hero just like knocks him over with like a flick. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, th- there's the port. Like, the two trading chops, just making each other's chest red. Uh. Uh, Hiro tosses Ishii to the outside and just nails him with a forearm out there. Uh, he rocks Ishii with a big boot on the outside, too, uh, which takes Ishii, I think, till 9 to roll back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hiro basically is dominating this one. It's basically just Hiro hitting Ishii with like a bunch of punches and kicks and forearms and heavy, heavy, heavy strikes mm-hmm. and just trying to knock Ishii out, but Ishii just keeps coming back and just will not give up in this one.
1: Stone Pitbull, bro. I don't know when to give up. Dude, he, would, he wouldn't.
2: He wouldn't. No matter what happened, Ichi just came back. The best part is when Hiro tried to, like, open-hand hit Ichi on his head, and he just, like, <laughs> hurt his hand, and then he just kept going for it over and over, and he kept hurting his hand more and more. And I Ichi was just it. like, yes! Hit me in my iron head!
1: <laughs> oh, it's the best.
2: It it reminded me of... This is gonna sound dumb, but it reminded me of Pokemon, where... <laughs> A po- where you're like using like a heavy like a Pokemon with like a heavy attack stat, and then your your opponent's Pokemon just like just keeps spamming Iron Defense, and it's just like their <laughs> their defense stat sharply rose, their defense stat sharply rose, their defense stat sharply rose, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, Mega Hard Hitting Pokemon is doing like three damage a hit. <laughs> it's
1: like what?
2: <laughs> and it's like, oh man.
1: I was gonna <laughs> quit it to. Uh... When you get mad and you punch a piece and you kick a piece of furniture and it hurts yourself and you kick it again and you're like, why did I do it again?
2: It's like, ow, fuck, again. Or you punch a wall and you're like, oh, that wall is much harder than my hand is. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
2: Uh, But yeah, so he keeps trying to hit Ishii on his head, but Ishii is just like, nope. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then Ishii goes for the brain buster. Couldn't get Hiro up uh, immediately, but eventually he fights enough to where he does... And he's able to hit a big suplex. Then he hits a German. Mm-hmm. Afterwards. Uh he, he Ishii throws him against the ropes, but Hiro caught himself, and Ishii came after him, and then the Hero answered back with big strikes. Uh, and then he hits him with a he hits him with this pile driver. Uh mm-hmm. which Ishii kicks out of. No of idea how.
1: I don't know either, man.
2: Uh then Hero starts hitting big boots, and Ishii shakes those off as well. Uh, and then he shakes off some big boots, and then Hero runs at him one more time, and Ishii just nails him with a headbutt, and Hero drops. Mm-hmm. When Hero dropped, I was like, holy shit, he got him. <laughs> that was, like, the first time in this match where it was, like, one of Ishii's strikes actually, like,
1: yep. worked.
2: <laughs> and, like, took down Hero instead of the other way around.
1: Mm-hmm. Pinky uh, was good man at that point for me. I was like, yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then they start... Uh, Ishii starts nailing him with lariats, but Hiro won't go down. They start trading elbows, and Ishii hits Hiro now with a big elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ishii finally gets some momentum going, and then Hiro just stands up, and he's like, you know what, I've had enough, and just nails Ishii with a big boot. Mm-hmm. And rocks him, uh, which he pins him, and of course Ishii kicks out again. Of course. Uh, Ishii is able to hit a released German, which Hiro is able to roll through with and nail Ishii with a huge elbow, and then another huge elbow, but Ishii, again, (laughs) won't stay the fuck down. No, he won't. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then he hits him one last time with an elbow. He he hits him with an elbow. Ishii is like, ah! Hits him with another elbow. Ishii, once again, doesn't go down. Hits him with a third elbow. Ishii drops Hero goes for the pin, everyone's finally like, alright, finally, it's over. But Ishii kicks out again! Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, sir.
2: And then Ishii just stands, and then and then Chris Hero's like, fine, you know what, whatever. Hits him with a pile driver, Ishii just stands up, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's up, motherfucker, do it again. <laughs> and Hero's like, fine, I will. Hits him with a second one, and finally Hiro's able to get the one, two, three, <laughs> finally taking down the most resilient man in professional wrestling, Hiro mm-hmm. Ishii. Holy crap! This match was ballistic. Uh huh. These two absolutely just got. It was a slugfest. It was a slugfest and a half. And these two were trying to just murder each other. It was yep. absolutely fucking awesome. This one's a mark out If you couldn't tell, by the way, I'm literally <laughs> screaming about it. Uh, I'm sure my mic clicked like nine times, and I'm sorry for audio-wise for that. But, uh, yeah, this match rolled. (laughs) This match was absolutely (laughs) sick. And it's for free? You're giving me this match? You're giving us this match for free, Rev Pro? This is a pay-per-view level match you're giving us for free. Go check it out. Go take advantage of their generosity. Go check out Chris Hero. Take it on Tomohiro Ishii. Holy moly, you will not regret it. These two absolutely destroyed each other. Mhm, and it was ridiculous, ridiculous. So <laughs> that that's all of our matches out of the way, including the double down. So Zach, why don't we leave? Why don't we leave the the kind folks, the kind of listeners at home with a little bit of a preview of next week.
1: Of course. What
2: matches are you bringing us bringing us to check out next week?
1: I am bringing Fred Yehi going against Matt Fitchett. At, ooh, ooh,
2: haven't had a Fred Yehi match in a while. Very excited mm-hmm. for that. At
1: BACW Wrestling. And Then nice. I'm going to take, my bad, bring Alex Gracia going against Miranda Gordy at SWE Fury.
2: Ooh. I've
1: very never cool. heard of either of these productions, so I'm very excited to see uh, how it goes.
2: Cool, six, six, six! Can't wait to see these. Can't wait to hear hear what you thought. All right, I, with it, I am bringing to the table next week Leo Rush versus Jeff Cobb from MCW Pro Wrestling.
1: God, that match just makes me so excited.
2: I know, Does and that, I, oh God. F- from MV Young's Polyam Cult Party Three, Ally Catch taking on Molly McCoy. So, uh, from uh, Go Pro Wrestling,
1: holy crap, dude! Fucking next week's stack for you.
2: Yes. So from uh that that promotion, we got those two taking out each other. I'm very excited for all of these matches that I am watching. And of course, our uh our surprise match uh will stay a surprise. So tune in next week to see what, what the match we're both checking out is. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of a banger, right? it's looking like it's looking mm-hmm. like it's gonna be kinda great, so uh you don't wanna miss it, definitely. If you like if you like uh Big people slapping meat. You're gonna like this snack. You're gonna like next week. Out of context, that sense sounds... <laughs> 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 uh, I'm so sorry. Anyway. Oh, God. Anyway. Anyway, that's, a, that's everything out of the way. That just leaves us with the plugs. <laughs> and, oh. uh... So go check out, uh, go subscribe to the. Go to, I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go subscribe to the Countout Network uh, over on countoutpod.com slash memberships uh, if you want some. If you want some exclusive content uh, that we uh, at the Countout Network recorded for our members, go go become a member and subscribe over at countoutpod.com slash memberships. For five dollars a month, you can become a member of the Countout family, and with that comes. Uh, Comes a bunch of extra content that we recorded for you. So go check, go subscribe, and check out all of that extra content for yourselves. It's a bunch of parody episodes of our podcast. You don't want to miss them. I promise you, they're all worth it. Uh, they're all pretty funny. Uh, and one of them is the dumbest pieces of audio uh, the count network has ever recorded ever. So you're not going to want to miss that for sure. Go become a member now for five dollars a month, and with that, you could pick wherever your five dollars goes. You can you can pick whoever, whatever. Uh, whatever shows you want to support over here, here, over on the count out network. And not only that, you can go buy our merch over on countoutpod.com slash store. We have a whole bunch of merch for you guys to check out. We got stickers. We got t-shirts. Go check all of it out over there at countoutpod.com slash store. You are not going to want to miss it. We have a lot of cool merch that is uh, we've been working really hard on, and we would really love for people to get their hands on. So if you want to rep the Count Network, go check out countoutpod.com/store. And if you want to talk to us uh, and interact with us, go check out our Twitter at countoutpod, at countoutpod, uh, where we're basically That's basically where we do most most of our uh, uh, our talking. That's where we get all of our information out. That's where we interact with all of our fans. Uh, go-, go check us out over on Twitter. We are incredibly active over there. Uh, and go check out our YouTube channel, Countout Podcast, uh, where we have li- uh, Twitch replays of Happy Hour, uh, which you don't want to miss, and uh, video versions of our podcast. So go check that out over there uh, if, if you are interested in that. And go check out all the other shows here on the Out Network, such as uh, Happy Hour, uh, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, Ring Post Radio, Your Dose of Death. We have a ton of cool shows here on the Out Network that you do not want to miss out on. So go check those out. And I believe that wraps us up. Oh, and we have a Facebook page now. Uh which I should probably plug that we that is brand brand spanking new. Uh I believe it is Count Out Count Out and Wrestling Podcast Network over on Facebook. Uh go like our page over there where you can get uh updates on our new episodes coming out, anything big we're doing, all kind of stuff like that. Uh we, we provide more updates there and on our Twitter. So go check out all of our social medias and various shows here on the Countout Network. Uh, Zach, anything to plug? Nay. Didn't think so. Uh, With everything out of the way, that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there.
1: So never stop exploring.